0: Levels levels. Levels levels. I thought last week's show was pretty good. Um it was. It was. Hey, thanks, Sherry, for for making it good. <laughs> <laughs> Best part of the show.
1: Not us. I did um I had one thing though
0: I kind of wanted to bring up with her. Just just one. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. All right. So what caught your attention?
1: Yeah. So at one point she says if anyone is considering a 70.3 and Dwayne, you and Todd should consider it. She said this, that we should consider it. (laughs) Um, We should consider doing the Des Moines event. If we're going to do 70.3. You you mean if we're considering running
0: it, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) yes, I mean, I mean, I know I have thoughts about considering that, but but you're the one that brought this up. So what are your thoughts? Considering a 70 point at this point if
1: I have to drive drive 70 miles, I have to consider it. Let alone swim bike run.
0: I no. Yeah, yeah, the only 70.3 I'm interested in considering is the temperature. <laughs>
1: hi toddlers welcome to talking to todd it's a weekly podcast with dwayne johnson and todd prince where failure is always an option Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you?
0: Um, not too bad. You know, just uh, just uh, you know, I've got I've got uh, i got one of the namesakes of the studio sitting on my lap here uh, as my co-pilot tonight. So, um, if 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 anything goes wrong, uh, Preston is ready to interject. <laughs> this this is such a bad idea.
1: Does he have opinions about doing seventy point three?
0: Um, if that involves snacks, he does. If that's 70 snacks, he would like to have a conversation about that.
1: (laughs) Oh, no guests this week. Uh, Let's go straight to feedback, follow up and updates.
0: You know what? I think we, you know what, Dwayne, though, I should, uh, you know, uh, before we do that, just from, we talked about last week's show, I'm thinking what we should do is every week we should have somebody join in the middle of our call. And then drop before the end of the call. Um, Because I think that really brought something to the show. And I'm sure it didn't uh, impact the production time at all. Typically,
1: an edit for me takes about as long as it takes us to record. Right? If we record for an hour and 15 minutes, I'll spend an hour and 15 or hour and a half editing. Because I gotta go through the entire thing. Yep. We had a hard out. Yes. We recorded for less than an hour. Yes. Last week's edit took me three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> because the the Zencaster machine, rather than putting things together the way they're supposed to, peek behind the curtain, took out all of the empty space individually in each of our tracks.
0: Oh, so they didn't exactly line up then at that point is what you're
1: saying. Nothing lined up. So I had to recall our conversation and then remember where to put the pauses between you and me and Sherry.
0: Um, I I mean, I will say, I, I think you did a great job. Um, there there were a couple of points li- listening back i knew this so i i i knew what i was listening to Th- there were a couple of points that uh where uh i think uh i laughed before Sherry said the joke <laughs> but but i thought you know what that's just being a that's just being a supportive host that's really <laughs> what that is so <laughs> we'll keep it <laughs> So I said to the guy. Anyway. <laughs> so let's wait. We, we gotta figure out how not to have that happen again. Sometimes editing's
1: easy. Sometimes editing is hard. Youch. Isn't it about time for you to do another edit?
0: Um, I think I mentioned that a while ago. Yeah, yeah. But I know what not to do now at this point. Uh, yeah. One, don't, don't use yeah. logic to don't do what we did last week. Okay, good to note. <laughs> All right. What do we have? Okay, so I, I interrupted you. Feedback, follow up, and updates. Uh, Amy's a week behind. Two weeks ago,
1: um, the cold open about um, you having two master's degrees. Yeah, was that funny?
0: <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> I mean, I mean, all the greatest jokes. You 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 sit there and ask, "Was that funny?" I mean, I think that's the sign of a, no. Um, sometimes they're funny and sometimes they're done. And that. <laughs> what? Like, do you remember Mama's family? Uh barely.
1: Vicky Lawrence. Right. There was, there were, it was never, there were never jokes written.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: It was the dynamic between the family members and the cutting of each other and whatever. Um, the, it wasn't set up, punchline, set up, punchline, set up, punchline. It was just family dynamics, cringe, original cringe comedy. <laughs> Maybe not original, but early. Cr- yeah, it was.
0: Yeah. Anywho, And sometimes we we just drop the comedy part about that. And it's just cringe. Sometimes. Feedback from toddler number two. Um, not on the show mostly. Oh, is that how I get you guys to end a uh, recording on time is just tell you a time Do you have to be done by? That would have been helpful to know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Sarah Judson Brown, toddler negative 18. I didn't get any feedback from 1881 this week, but uh, toddler negative 18 is getting caught up on the back catalog. Uh, last week there was a missed show title. Okay. You're effing killing it. <laughs> Should have been the show title. That would have worked too. Yep. Yep. Um, the French race official that was a jerk was expecting Todd to come out with, um, now go away or I shall taunt you another time. <laughs> <laughs> you silly physical writing person. <laughs> <laughs> little monty python <laughs> yeah um also she sent us a uh...
0: um actually
1: chris her cousin who ran the hundred miler yes is a is a boy we said she on multiple occasions oh. chris is a
0: boy oh okay we said corrected so we spent all that time talking about Iron Bay and then screwed that one up. Like, we yes. gotta, we gotta, we gotta get this right. Like <laughs> figure out what we're doing.
1: Let's see. Uh, Doug from the idiot toddlers, um, still listening to you and the alleged train enthusiast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I think I'm on probationary membership now. <laughs>
1: But his certificate of authenticity is now up on appeal given the recent train versus tram versus trolley (laughs) fiasco for shame.
0: (laughs) You know what I'm just I'm really afraid of that there's gonna be a hearing and I'm gonna be railroaded out of town. (sighs) (sighs) This,
1: This conversation has totally gone off track.
0: You started it. I know, I know. Uh yeah, and I I regret that decision. Um, we regret the error. Uh, talking to Todd regrets the error. <laughs> mostly Todd. Yeah, mostly mostly Todd. <laughs> How about you? Did you catch stuff? Uh, no, I did mention this last week, um, a week and a half ago. Don and Yvonne were over for dinner, and um, Don said uh, he's like, "Hey, hey Todd, when am I getting a number?" And I said, "Don, we gave you one uh, this week." And he's like, "Oh, haven't caught up yet." So <laughs> um, anyway, uh, no, no more feedback since then, but, uh, but yes, there was, there was in there was in-person feedback, and instead of just you know sharing it with him right there, now nah, you got to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> uh, how about some follow-up? Um, yeah, so you know how we covered and covered and covered and covered some more that whole fishing scandal, I think, in Ohio, where the guys caught a fish and then put in lead weights and added fish parts uh, into the fish, and then were disqualified from a tournament?
1: Yeah, I came back and reported that... Th- they were convicted and you said that was the last time we were going to talk about this. And I yep. said, are you sure?
0: Well, I wanted it to be. However, um, in my Apple News feed, uh, <coughs> another team was uh, had thought they had won a fishing contest and then they were disqualified. But for an even weirder reason, because the guys in Ohio added fish in this case this uh this was in uh, Morehead City North Carolina, and it took the crew of a boat more than six hours from they hooked a marlin and it took them six hours to bring the Marlin on board the Marlin unofficially weighed six hundred nineteen point four pounds, which would have clinched three point five million in prize money so this is this is a is a big deal, right? So, two point yeah. seven million for winning the competition, and another seven hundred and thirty-nine. We got to start going to fishing contests. I mean, you can win three point five million winning, two point seven million for winning the competition, and three hundred and forty thousand for bringing in the first the year's first catch over five hundred pounds. However, afterwards they were disqualified, not because fish was added, but because fish was removed. There were bite marks on the marlin and a potentially a little bit of marlin was missing and at some point um it looks like the marlin at some point had been attacked by a shark <laughs> and had survived only to be caught this is the fish's name is not lucky it wow hey wow i got attacked by a shark look at that ooh hey there's a lure um and the rules state that um because there there was a chunk missing from it, because the International Game Fish Association says a fish is ineligible to win. I don't think the fish won. I mean, the fish actually lost. So let's not say the fish is eligible in to win in every
1: sense of the word. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Right. I mean, you know, ham and eggs. Um, the the chickens involved, but the but the but the pigs committed. Yes. Um, the the fish is ineligible to win if there is a mutilation to the fish prior to landing or boating the catch caused by sharks or other fish, mammals or repellers that remove or penetrate the flesh. So technically the fish was, was more than 619 pounds, but a shark had taken a chunk out of it, which meant they were disqualified for bringing it in because it was missing a piece. Now my thought is you got to get these guys hooked up with the guys in Ohio who are adding pieces to fish and between them, they should be able to work this out. (laughs)
1: You know, you know why the Marlin took the bait?
0: It was alluring. This is where I, I return null. I just. <laughs> also in follow up, I'm just moving forward. <clears throat> Do what um, you can. Last we, we covered, uh, we, we covered the, uh, the, the women's uh, cycling event in France where they didn't even close the roads and, uh, and then the, the, the tour director said that all that were selfish or childish girls who didn't want to compete. Yes. Yeah. Um, Around that same time, um, the under 23 Giro d'Italia was also um, going on. So this is a men's race. Um, The Giro d'Italia is one of the three major um, races with the, with the tour of, uh, with the tour de France and the Vuelta in Spain this is for under 23s um 31 riders were kicked out of the race because on a mountain climb section there were video there w- there was there was video of the riders holding on to team cars and motorcycles pulling in, them up the hill pulling them up the hill now this happens in Like in the Tour de France, you will see this. If somebody has an injury or a mechanical and they go off the back of the Peloton, then the team car, the medical car will come and give them, you know, treatment or fix their bike. And what you will see is like if they're getting medical uh, treatment, the medical car is usually a convertible. So the rider will hold on to the car while the doc patches up and puts a Band-Aid on. And the car will kind of get them to the back of the Peloton if it's a medical issue, or if there's a mechanical issue, like you get a flat tire, you pull over the team car. After they do that, the race, the team, um, the mechanic has a lot to talk about after the bike is fixed. So the rider is kind of hanging on to the car while the guy talks to him just until they get back up to the Peloton to sort of say, okay, we'll put you back in it. I actually saw the video of this. There was one car with about 25 guys all hanging on it, and they were basically like drinking beer. They weren't trying to hide it. They weren't trying to make it look like they were just letting a car pull them up a mountain and being photographed by people because those roads were closed. So there was actually spectators. And apparently, nobody thought, hey, you know what? This is probably a bad look. Anyway, so 31 of them were kicked out of the race because it turns out you actually are supposed to ride your bike up the hills. Yeah. So it's sag, Bri. <laughs> hey, here's the thing, guys. All right, if you're going to hang onto the car, then we got to change this because um, hanging onto the car going up a mountain at 20 miles an hour isn't anything. If we're gonna do this, you're gonna hang on to the car and they're gonna be going 90. Okay. Okay. Now that's a sport. Well, it's maybe not a sport, but it is something that people will <laughs> tune in for. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last follow-up I had was um last week we were talking about reg bri and Sherry was going to be near us. <laughs> she might wave to us or whatever. And and then there was the comment about uh uh oh the e-bikes i think and how after 40 miles we would need to eat pie while Let's switching swap up them out yes pie in the transition area yeah and you know i was thinking well that doesn't sound very good then i thought listen i i think we're looking at this wrong i mean everybody knows you eat pie on rag bribe but it's sort of like oh you get to eat pie on right ride. No no, no no it's like what does bike riding and pie have to do with each other there's an olympic sport called biathlon which is cross-country skiing interrupted by shooting what I'm saying is is regbry Biathlon is riding and pie eating combined into a single event. It's not just, oh, you can do it, no, it's required it's expected, yes, yeah every it's it's today's fifty miles and three pieces of pie that's look, those are the rules. we don't make them we do make them up, but we that's <laughs> you, you have to eat three pieces of pie and get fifty miles. That's what it means to complete today's leg um
1: so i had I had two pieces of follow up one, the electric bikes that you referenced yes I, I looked into them um I don't know that I'm ready to drop fifteen hundred dollars a pop.
0: Oh, those are the cheap ones then I um, know,
1: and I'm still not ready to do that, and that's the cheap ones.
0: Yeah, most of the ones that go whizzing past me while I'm not on my electric bike here are about 3500 Yeah. And but we these need are, two each. These, yeah, <laughs> and we need
1: two each. These are apparently pretty nice for $1,500, though, and have a pretty good range.
0: But uh, Well, it just depends on how many D batteries you can shove into the top tube to figure oh, out, okay. out what the range is.
1: Um, and then secondly, uh, we we talked well one week we talked about vanderpump rules yes and then after that we talked about how it's hitting our feeds yeah last week yeah pop culture happy hour did an entire it did an entire podcast segment on vanderpump rules <laughs> and i'm like we are so ahead of the curve covering Scandaval because that's what they did. They covered Scandaval on pop culture, happy hour. And had it not been for Vitey and then us talking about this, I would have had no idea what they were talking about, but now it's everywhere.
0: Yep. So if you want to know what's going on in pop culture, uh, what the kids are talking about, listen to talking to Todd and we'll get you there. I I'm also concerned The other explanation is by talking about it, we made a small rip in the space time continuum. And basically, you know how the aliens in uh, one of them, let's be honest in all the Marvel movies, they come, they come through like through and then start attacking New York.
1: Of some sort, either a blue
0: one or a red one. Yeah. Whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes Um, an orange one. Yeah.
0: Sure. Um, I'm afraid we did that with this, that we mentioned it and we made just, I mean, this isn't like a, I was going to say, it's not a planet ending thing, although we don't know that for sure. Right now, we, we made a small tear in the space time continuum because we talked about it and now it's just starting to leak in and take over the world as we know it. This may be on us. Well, here's the thing. If our future selves
1: can fix this. They should come back to right now. Nope. Okay, well, that didn't work.
0: <laughs> that was
1: worth a shot. It's worth a shot. That's all I got. You got anything else before we move on?
0: <laughs> Worst Avengers movie ever. We could write what went once went wrong. I know that's I know that's Quantum Leap, but it's the Avengers movie, too. And then it turns out, can we fix it? Nope, we couldn't. Well, <laughs> thanks for coming, everybody. Enjoy the, next in- <laughs> Enjoy the next installment of whatever we got. <laughs>
1: oh, um, well, we've kind of talked about Hot Damn. Did you have anything else
0: there? Uh, no nope, bike is bike. The bike rim still in the shop. So, um, ah, okay. So, so no training there was, there was on the road bike or on the, not okay. on my, on my off road bike. Uh, and, um, what I, I did learn something, um, that, uh, um, flat bars for, um, 35 miles, uh, is not the best idea because at the end of said 35 miles, um, half of my hand was completely numb and I went, huh? yeah I must be starting to get in the right amount of training because now parts of my body are going numb. oh, it's working
1: yeah. uh let's see oh hey is it is it time for dwayne's favorite game?
0: If I said no, could we skip it? <laughs> Okay. Tom Sandoval. No. Nah. That's all I got.
1: Hockey, Stanley Cup. Yeah. Finished up a week ago. Yes. We don't talk about hockey near enough around here. So I've got a hockey thing for you. <laughs> oh, God. Jeez. Uh oh. Okay. The NHL record for most combined points by two brothers. Is held by who, Todd? Something Todd ought to know. Wait. Who owns that record?
0: So two brothers. Yes. Not three, because that's the Hansons. Right. Yes. It's not them. Okay. (laughs) By brothers. Combined points by two brothers. Um, That's an... Excellent question. The problem is I'm coming up with father son combinations. Nope, that's a different uh, deal. That's not it, right? That's a different thing cuz then yeah. like the holes jump yes. way to the top of the list there. Um the funny thing is at this point um I don't know. I don't know that he has if Wayne Gretzky had a brother, let's call him Steve, and Steve played in one shift in one game In the in in his entire NHL career, Wayne and Steve would still be the answer.
1: (laughs) His name is Brent. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wait, I got it. (laughs) Yes, but his name is Brent Gretzky, not Steve. Okay. (laughs) The record is held by Brent and Wayne Gretzky. Okay, question number two. What's
0: the breakdown? Um, Wayne has all but five. Wayne has all but
1: four. Wayne has (laughs) 2,857 career points. And Brent has four. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: my goodness. Did you see this story or something? No, no. The Wayne and Steve story was the funniest one I could come up with. (laughs) And then I figured, okay, if it's real, like five, like it's probably a preposterously. (laughs) I was waiting for you to say he has like 15 or 20. No, like I figured that was as low as I could go. And it turns out the answer is four. It was less
1: than you went preposterously low.
0: (laughs) And it was lower than that nice job way to go thank you and you know what i mean hats off to both wayne and brent um for holding the record <laughs> <laughs> God. family picnics must be must be fun with him you know we hold the record brent yeah, right we- knock it off Brent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh the scott frost memorial idiot of the week let's do that
0: um yeah, so uh, let's see. what did I have? I had, oh way to go, Adi. Um, Adidas released the new uh, released the new home kit for um, Arsenal, and uh, it was this is to commemorate the new home kit is the, the strip, the jersey is to commemorate the 20th anniversary um, of the Invincibles. And the Invincibles were Arsenal's team that didn't lose for an entire Premier League season. So they're the only team who they played 38 games and didn't take a loss. They tied, but they didn't take a loss. So in order to uh, commemorate that, this year's 20th anniversary jersey inside, a lot of soccer jerseys do this, inside on the... Like where the seam is, they put, they actually put something over the seam to have something like a message or, or something inside it. And they decide, yeah, you're, you're, yeah. Um, It's, I don't know. I I think it's. Yeah, my shirts do that too. I don't know. It's a new thing that some shirts have started doing. Um, Yeah. So they put the names of all of the teams that they beat or tied inside the oh. jersey and then they put it on sale and people started buying them and they're not cheap right football jerseys are are not cheap and then they suspended sales because as i pointed out the invincibles didn't lose in a 38 game season however there are only 32 Names on the inside of the jersey. (laughs) So, did they
1: leave off six or did they beat six teams twice?
0: Here's the thing technically, they beat nine, they didn't lose to 19 teams twice because you play everybody. So, you play everybody home and away. So, if you wanted to do that, you're perfectly fine putting 19. Names. Cool. Calling cool. It good. Yeah. Or you put 38. Fine. You put 32. <laughs> um, so they've suspended it. Um, they're te- te- temporarily on a uh, unavailable while a design error is being corrected. This ain't a design error. Somebody forgot. Somebody ran out of room and went, who's going to look on the inside of the strip? Right, Apparently everybody. Enough. Um, they're also going to get in contact with everybody who bought one of these jerseys. Uh, apparently, I think they're going to ask for those back and swap them out with a properly designed one. To which point, I'm assuming every single person's going to go, "No, I'm good. This is going to be worth some money." <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking to the players as like looking at, like, yeah, that and that and that and then 32. Where's, where's the other six? Where's the other? Do I have to buy the shorts? Are they in the socks? Like. <laughs> that's what they should have done actually that's the design error. they should have put all 38 between the shirt and the shorts and then put it in the socks then you have to buy the whole you this
1: buy isn't the whole a
0: design kit. error. this is a marketing error. i gotta i gotta call i gotta call uh, uh i gotta, gotta call, call somebody. somebody this is a million yeah. dollar yep. idea right yep. here heard it here first anyway um so that's why i said uh, th- uh that's why i said that uh way to go oddy because they they can't get the the last eight <laughs>
1: <laughs> you see what you did there
0: you, you put in as much as you think you need and then you just move on <laughs> <laughs> yep jokes are the best when you have to explain them anyway um who who did you bring
1: um so last week i only yes. brought one I'm trying to ramp back up to my standard three, but I'm not quite there yet. This week I brought two, uh, number one, Olay. Number two, Stuart little Olay sounds like soccer. So I'm going to go with that one. Did you watch the men's national U S men's national team against Mexico?
0: Um, no, no, I did not. I, I, I read about it. That there were more red cards than goals. (laughs) There were, and um, yeah. yeah, go ahead.
1: But it, it wasn't it wasn't the red carding that made the game stop early. Yes, it was the derogatory, homophobic chants by the Mexican national team's yes. fans, where the referee paused the game, and then in injury time, stoppage time, um, halted the game, sent the players off, and ended the game because of the continued chant. Here's the thing. Okay, so one, I'm going to just flat out call the Mexican national fans who were doing the chanting. Not all of them, just the chanters. That's my idiot of the week. ESPN was broadcasting the game. You wouldn't have known watching the game that this was going
0: on. Do you know why? Uh, was um, Alex Rodriguez broadcasting it from a condo in Miami? <laughs> oh, wait, that's their baseball coverage. Never mind. <laughs> that's Yes. No, yeah, that's the yeah.
1: Um, no, in this case. The thing that all broadcasters learned how to do during the pandemic in an empty stadium was Put in was fake what? crowd noise. Put in fake crowd noise. So instead of just bleeping out or, or silencing all of the noise. Yes. They just piped in fake crowd noise <laughs> right over the top of the chanting. So the commentary still happened. You still heard, you know, people grunting and whatnot as they're running around or, uh, you know, the thumping of the kicking of the ball. You still heard those things. You just didn't hear the background noise because ESPN masked it with fake crowd noise. Hey, Phil, you got that fake crowd noise from three years ago? Can we pull that out quick?
0: OK, two, two things. One. I mean, it's not a great look for ESPN, but on the other hand, of all the other options, what are you left with? Dead air. I mean, yeah. you, you, you just... Yeah, no. No, I yeah. thought
1: it was a great okay.
0: solution. They're definitely not okay. my idiot. The second thing yeah. I was going to bring is Damn. nobody had to figure that solution out on the fly. This has been a consistent problem. Well, the chant goes back yeah. multiple yes. decades... This has been uh this has been an issue that has been brought up to the Mexican Football Association for more than a decade. And within the last couple of years, they have lost home games to
1: they've had to play
0: two different home matches without yes, behind closed doors because of this exact chant. So they yes. have been told repeatedly consistently for years and have already had punishment doled out and uh fifa and concacaf are very very clear on all of this and um the mexican fan base um no longer cares uh and even though they're taking punishment um is fine they have claimed it's it's not homophobic um it's just our heritage which is, uh, in, yeah, because they because they've used this for decades. Now you're gonna, well, yeah, kind of. Anyway, so it wasn't like in the 83rd minute, somebody in the in the truck went, "Uh-oh, I think we're gonna have a problem." Hey, can somebody go figure out what we did three years ago? In the very first production meeting, it was two things. One. Who's going to be our lead broadcasters? And two, do we have the fake crowd noise ready? We'll figure everything else out.
1: Yeah, I, uh,
0: yeah, I think, yes, I think you've (laughs) nailed it. (laughs) <laughs> by the way, um, that game went so poorly that the uh, Mexican, t- uh, and not because of the crowd, uh, the crowd, uh, because of the results, um, the, uh, the coach of the, of the Mexican uh, national team was fired, um, two days after that match, after coaching a grand total of seven matches for the team, um, losing to the United States, uh, three nil, uh, was the final straw. And, uh, he is, he's now out of a job. So, uh, <sighs> Yeah. On the other hand, I think it was in Las Vegas. So at least the players got to go hit the town after, after the match, the
1: officiating
0: was uneven. Um,
1: The red cards at the end, the U S player who was getting his shirt ripped off. Yes. Yes. Got a red card and got sent off. The U S appealed that decision um, to no avail not that it seemed to matter because they kicked the crap out of Canada then the following day so you know what it, what it, when was it sunday yeah anyway um yeah sometime this weekend so yes yeah.
0: so yes the us usa usa is now the proud holder of the concacaf gold cup no yeah nations nations this was the nations
1: gold starts oh. on thursday Try to keep your concacaf stuff in order, you
0: know this just keeps rolling around earlier and earlier every year it's It's gold cup season already, man, who knew
1: <sighs> odds are not our <laughs> listeners you're welcome, toddlers
0: you know what i think we've I think we've hit too much sports content, even for me um, what do you have from travel stories
1: <laughs> uh, I've got one leftover new Orleans photo that I forgot to share last week. I'm going to text this to you. I just texted that to Wilkinson. (laughs) I'm sure he'll enjoy that. There's what we
0: need. We need, uh, we need sending visual gags to people who will then follow up on the next episode (laughs) that that'll pull the people in. Typing a note to Doug. Okay. So uh, the sign that you sent me says, notice if customer pees, poops, or pukes in this taxi, there will be a $200 cleanup charge. And
1: that's a very nice sticker that has been professionally printed. It is.
0: And it's been there for a while because you can see it's already starting to fray. So, so I mean, this isn't a handwritten thing. This has been, this has been printed on nice sticker material. It's in two colors. It is both black and, and red, uh, on a white background. Um, yeah, that's, um,
1: Do you think, do you think any of those three things have happened in that taxi well, before?
0: Probably. Now <clears throat> I don't want to go legal. I don't want to go legal on them, but I'm going to throw this out. If you are in that taxi. That's weird that you would have somebody either peeing, pooping or puking in a taxi in New Orleans. I mean, come on. What? Yeah. What what could possibly happen there? What I'm going to point out, see, this is why you need to run this past the legal Eagles or the lawyers or both. Um, (laughs) what, what this person has set up though, is this sign sets up a very, very bad future for them because this says if customer pees, poops, or pukes in this taxi, there will be a $200 cleanup charge. If you happen to probably be inebriated and you do one of those things in the back of that taxi, your next defense needs to be, you need to do another one of those things because that's an or. (laughs) Okay? That's not an and. So technically... Your defense, you may have to do all three. Technically, if you did all three in the taxi, I think you can get away from the $200 service charge because the sign, your honor, specifically (laughs) says or, and I did and. Thank you. I rest my case. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't see it going there, did you?
1: Nope. I swear (laughs) I did not send this to him before the show. Oh, my God. Oh, sweet Lord. Do you watch anything good?
0: Um, we've we've had a couple of shows have come back. Um, so the Great Food Truck Race um, is back for, I don't know, it's 17th season or something. Um, I got to admit, at one point, they were doing this around the country, and they would like they did one sort of in Florida, or they went up to the Northeast and went from Boston up to Maine, and they did one in Alaska, and they would do ones where they drive across the country. And the last couple I've come to the conclusion is I think either they've cut way, way back on the, um, on the production budget or Tyler, the host just wants to sleep in his own bed every night because the last couple of seasons, the great food truck uh, race has now basically been, you're going to compete in LA and this season you're in the food truck capital of the world, LA. You're never going to go more than 20 miles from my house. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I think I think somebody just got tired, sick and tired of like I don't want to travel anymore. Yeah, fine. Just just have them just drive around the park that I live near. Um, so there's that. That's back, and then Project Runway, um, is also back, I believe, for its twentieth season. Um, and what I will tell you, I think we've talked about this before. A former winner and then became a fashion, a very famous designer, Christian Siriano. Um, he is now the mentor. Um, we don't really see him until episode two of this season. Um, Whether you care about fashion or not, um, Christian Siriano is the best reality mentor in, I think, all of reality TV. He is worth watching. Like, forget the contestants. Forget uh, just to watch Christian walk in. And where in Project Runway earlier years, you had Tim Gunn, you know, mm, well, I... I'm not sure if that I'm, I'm a little concerned about the color palette. Christian Siriano will look at that and go, are you drunk? What is that? No. As a matter of fact, in this last episode, he's like, this is the silk aisle. You're not allowed in here. Get out. (laughs) As a matter of fact, we were talking if, if Christian Siriano (laughs) from project runway and uh, Bianca uh, from the, uh, the drag race recap show on YouTube. If the two of them had a show, I don't care what it's about. I'll just, I'll watch, I'll watch all of it. Like those two might be the best two on TV right now. Anyway, what are you watching? Um, we
1: too are watching the great food truck race, not the great food truck Something Drag different. race.
0: Totally different. I think, I think we own the IP to that and we should, we should do something with that. Yeah. I think we do. I I listened
1: to that track this week because the great food truck race (laughs) was on Amy pops it on. And then I just started chuckling (laughs) to myself about how the great food truck drag race would go (laughs) toddlers. If you haven't listened to that in a while,
0: great food truck drag race. And all I have to say is, you're welcome. Okay. You're welcome. Because I'm a professional. Okay. (laughs) And by the way, with that, Preston left.
1: I've heard this story five times. I don't need to hear this one. anymore. He sat
0: here for the first 45 minutes and he's like, I'm out. Like, come on guys, new material. Come on. You're just rehashing the old stuff. Let's I can, I can, I'm out. We, uh, the bear
1: season two either dropped this week or drops later this week. Uh, We never got all the way through season one. Oh, so we're picking up like the last three episodes here in a rush. Yeah. Yeah, um, I believe Before. it drops tomorrow, I think. OK, yeah, so I know what I'm doing when we're I'm I, too, may have a hard out.
0: Well, there you go. Yeah. Um. Did you get to the basic? <laughs> have you gotten to the basically the one take episode? I don't think you have yet. You're still doing the rewatch, right? Yep. Yeah. Enjoy. OK, Yes you need to get through, you need to get through season one. We are, we are looking forward to season two coming back. Yes. So, okay, there we go. I will yep. say though, that that, that show may not be, they're going to drop all the episodes at once. I don't know that that show's bingeable because, uh, that, that, that's a, that, that puts a, that puts a lot of pressure on you as the viewer just to be like, that's a lot of stress going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The, we just got done with, uh the gas is out, the electricity is out, they make a stove in the backyard to be able to cook the
0: food. Mm. Mm. Yeah.
1: With construction materials from across the street.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. I by the way, I will say, um, because I, you know, I'm I'm slowly once every three months watching an episode of of uh, Andor at one point uh when when they they uh Andor goes someplace and he meets the group of people. And, uh, one of the people I go, man, that guy looks familiar. That guy looks familiar. Oh, he's the cousin from bear. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh Oh, yeah. He's good. Yeah. You're going to want him on your team. I don't think that was what I was supposed to think. I kind of pulled me, (laughs) pulled me out of this, out of the space opera.
1: (laughs) Oh, um, to learn anything good you want me to go you want to go
0: um i can go quick uh we we are we're we're putting the uh, we're putting we talked about this before we're putting the rv up for sale um and and that's gonna go and then at some point something smaller may replace it but one step at a time oh yeah um so finally had to if you're gonna put this on the internet you gotta go take pictures of it and uh, it's not that big of a trailer and you know it's uh anyway I need to go take pictures of it and I'm looking at, I've got, I've got a Sony full frame camera and I've got a Sony micro four thirds camera. And then, uh, and then Lisa's like, you just go take the pictures. I'll go write the description, send me the pictures, whatever. And so I go inside this trailer and I'm trying to capture, um, well, where can I stand that I can, Nope, that I don't, maybe if I stand in the shower, I can take a picture of the bath. Nope. There's the mirror. Anyway, I sent all those to her, and she's like, wow, those look great. Did you use your really expensive Sony camera? No. Did you use your mildly expensive Sony camera? No. What did you use? My iPhone. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Those look great. Yes. And it has a wide angle lens that is wider than any of the glass that I have for any of my other cameras. Now, on the other hand, it also now looks like a 40 foot trailer because (laughs) it's very spacious. Wow. Is that a double wide? Um, But what I learned was, uh, yeah, the very expensive camera stayed in the drawer again while the iPhone took care of the problem. So uh, props to Apple. (laughs)
1: Yeah cuz you can lean the iPhone against the back
0: wall and then push the trigger on your fu- on your watch. You you can and I absolutely thought of that when I was in the trailer trying to figure out how not to be in the mirror. I I totally thought of that. I just chose not not to, to for a reason I need to come up with. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? What'd you learn?
1: Use the tech at your disposal, man. Oh. You're the Apple guy. How do you never mind? Sorry. Okay. <laughs>
0: <sighs> I'm I'm losing my train cred and my Apple cred. Oh, this is bad. This is bad. Oh. Anyway, what'd you learn?
1: <laughs> um on so last week at work was another Apple Card upset. We got to Friday. I'm like, you know what? PTO on Friday. I need a I need a break. Took PTO on Friday. My Dew Sweeper friends were playing on Friday. Played golf on Friday. Saturday morning, my standing tee time here at the Legacy. Played golf with Michael and Gary and Doug. Played 18 holes Saturday. Sunday, got in the car. Father's Day. Drove up to Iowa Falls. Dad and I played 11 holes. It was the first nine hole round he's played full nine holes since surgery. Excellent. Dad is doing great. It's great. Dad and I played golf. Dad and I played golf on Father's Day. Um, He played 11 holes. He was gassed. He's like, yeah, you know, maybe I overdid it just a little bit. (laughs) It's all right. We had a good time. Um, And then... When we were done, I got in the car, drove back towards Des Moines, got to Story City and went, you know, I've never played the nine-hole course in Story City. I've always kind of wanted to do that. And I didn't have anything else going on. And you have and you have clubs with you. Exactly, right? Nothing on the calendar. Stopped in Story City, played that nine-hole course. So I played 18 on Sunday. Monday was Juneteenth, federal holiday. Banks closed. You know what I did? Played golf at Grandview. Played 18 holes at Grandview. Yesterday, Tuesday, was league. Nine holes at Waveland. Today, my friend who's the director of sales at the Hilton in Des Moines needed somebody on her team for the Catch Des Moines golf outing. Played 18 holes, best shot today. Played 18 holes of best shot today. What I can tell you... My golf got precedingly better as I played. What I learned is I could join the tour at this point if I just keep playing enough golf. We were seven under today. We were oh, we were
0: cooking. I need to play more golf. <laughs> seven under is also what your paycheck's going to be when they when your bosses hear about how much time you've spent away from work playing golf. <laughs>
1: All PTO. It's all PTO and holiday golf. All of it. <laughs> Music is Happy Boy by Kevin MacLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast with visiting scholar Todd Prins and very senior fellow Dwayne Johnson, wherever you get your pods, just search talking in the number two, no geno space. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can stop by and see us at the tuba city home office. I said this last week from the other side of the truck, please don't do that. <laughs> it's catching on. Uh, thanks to our listeners and our sponsors. The ever-present Toddler3187, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy. Maybe there's a white paper
0: on how to use your phone camera at the Taylor Center. Oh, yeah. No, I looked it up. I know how to use it. Um, You just need to use two fingers.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Eli. (laughs) And DJ to go Cedar Valley. Your five-star DJ in the Cedar Valley. As always, send your feedback to feedback at talkingtotod.com.
0: Todd? Todd? We we opened this talking about how Sherry thought we should consider a 70.3, and now hearing how much golf you've played, it's clear. You've considered a 70.3. And it's well within your reach. If you just play some more golf, it's just a different 70.3. Oh, yeah. No, no. I did a 70.3 as well today. Really? How long did it take you? I don't know. Four, four and a half hours. Eh, so it's fine. Use the cart. Yeah, me and a cart. I'm mean what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your cart came around. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> and the best thing was, um, didn't even have to scare a, uh, scare a stranger in the porta potty <laughs> Good round. There's a low chance. But not a zero
1: chance of that happening on the golf course. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll report back next week. We'll see how much golf I played. But we'll be back. We're here, we're talking to Todd.
0: You know, at this point, you're you're. What we need to do is we need to get you and Sherry working together, and maybe you need to adopt speed golf, ooh, where where you run and shoot, and uh, one stroke is equal to one minute. So. Uh, apparently this sport was believed to have started in 1979 in California when former American record holder in the mile Steve Scott ran around a golf course in 29 minutes and 33 seconds shooting a 95 with only a three iron my thought is how much beer did he drink before he said you know what I've got a three iron and I'm gonna run 18 comes back I just shot a 95 with a three iron while running everybody's like why why (laughs)
1: <laughs> Part of the back nine with my seven iron.
0: <laughs> Another show that we watch has come back, uh, the Great Food Truck Race, on uh, the Food Network, I believe. Um, so it's uh, they they put a they they get a bunch of people uh, who've n- who've never run a food truck before and give them brand new. They, they, they keep saying we're gonna give you a brand new food truck i mean i think what they should say is it's brand new to you uh but they've got problems and um congratulations and then they they go around they travel around and do uh they do uh, challenges and whoever makes the most money moves on or whatever and this one clearly somebody the host or the executive producer wanted to go to alaska Because this one all takes place in Alaska, but it doesn't take place in Alaska during the summer when people are there. Instead, I'm guessing they shot this probably in October. So they keep pointing out how low the temperature is while they're trying to do all of this stuff. So now it's food truck versus nature. Like, uh, anyway, um, we're watching it. The great food truck race.
1: I was thinking that maybe this was RuPaul's food truck race where... These people get the trucks and then they dress them up and put makeup on and extra wigs and you know cinch and uh, I don't know pat it they pat it they, they cinch pat it, it. yes yeah yes yep. yes you you know if you're <laughs> if it's a hot dog truck you just tuck it, oh, you just tuck it in there hey I'm sorry I'm twelve.
0: I have a complaint What's the matter I can't see the hot dog in here You're welcome That's because we're professionals (laughs) Oh my god (laughs) Oh best part of the show we can't use Okay (laughs) Okay You know, you know the other way to look about, think about this is in, instead of it being a cooking, instead of it being a cooking, a cooking competition show that happens to take place in food trucks, it could also be the newest version of the Cannonball Run, but instead of using Ferraris and Lamborghinis, everybody just gets in big food trucks. They See, have, that's yeah. And just driving across the country, trying to get across as fast as they possibly can, while also serving delicious kimchi out of the back of the truck.
1: <laughs> I, see, I have not watched this show, and you put this title in the rundown, and I went, huh, 24 Hours of Le Mans? I, I, I don't know. It's...
0: Oh, that would be awesome, right? Like, like you just keep driving around, and then and then you got to, you know, I mean, the one, yeah. Pit stop, gotta...
1: serve a Euro. Out you go. See,
0: see, that's the difference, right? In most races, the car comes in so that the crew can service the car. In this one, the truck comes in to feed the crew, and then off you go again. And the, and the fun part is, is that you've got to be cooking while going around the banking of Daytona for 24 hours. I'm so tired. I can't make any more fries. <clears throat>
1: You know what? I think we've got a <laughs> totally. hit on our hands. <laughs> this is a million dollar idea right here, man. I'm telling why, why,
0: you. Why, 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 we, we need to not put this on the podcast and we need to start, well, we need a production company to start doing this.